Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Paris, and I am the creator and host of the Master Your Mental Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here to tune in and hear my amazing guests and I describe the ways we can leverage and shift our mindsets to take the best possible care of our mental health. I launched the podcast as a way to motivate, inspire, empower, and educate people on these interesting topics. My background and passion for this all stemmed from the field of psychology. After completing both my BA in psychology and my MBA in healthcare administration, my passion for mental health only continued to grow. As a result of this, I launched Master Your Mental to bring more awareness, tips, and conversations to the table about these topics. You guys might be wondering, what does the mental stand for? Well, it stands for mindset, engagement, nutrition, talk about it, accountability, and love yourself. These are all the building blocks that make up what Master Your Mental is all about. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on any one of my social media platforms you guys can find in the link in my bio on my Instagram at master your mental. Now let's get into the episode guys. Hello guys, and welcome to today's episode. I am really excited about this one. And I know I say that about every single episode, but I mean it because these topics are so good and they're so helpful and so important. And this one is definitely on the list for sure. And as you guys can see, we're going to be getting into negative thoughts today, negative thinking, negative thought patterns, all things related to that and how to master that, eliminate those and reframe those and rewire those patterns of thinking. And of course, I have another awesome guest for you guys who I'm going to be introducing you to in just a moment, but I want to let you know why I wanted to do this episode. And I wanted to do this episode because I feel like all of us can relate to this. All of us have had some kind of thought, negative thinking, negative pattern in our life that has caused us pain or led us to feeling stressed, overwhelmed, stuck, and just not feeling good at all about ourselves or about our relationships, situations, whatever it may be. So I feel like this is a really important topic to address and talk about because so many of us are plagued by this at times of having these negative thoughts that's that tend to creep in sometimes, and we don't even realize it sometimes or have awareness of it. So we talk a lot in this episode about how to gain awareness of this. If we don't have it sometimes with these negative thoughts coming in and trying to wreak havoc on our days and our lives and how to eliminate that from happening. And I just think this is a really good episode because this is something that I have struggled with a lot. Not going to lie. I have a lot and I still do to this day. And I still have thoughts coming in that are not friendly, that are not positive, but you know what now, because of this topic, because of this episode, I am so much more better equipped with how to handle situations. When I start to have those thoughts coming in and I start to feel not good about myself or, you know, whatever the situation may be of how to defeat those and really 
rewire those and get to the root of what's causing those negative thoughts. Because when we can do that, we can shift that into something helpful for us and beneficial and even take lessons away from the negative thoughts that we have of, you know, where do these come from? And where do they stem from? What's at the root of this? And to really dive deep into that and to discover what's going on with that situation. So I'm so excited to have had this conversation for you guys to tune into this one because my guest drops a lot of good tips on how to help with negative thinking, negative thoughts, negative thought patterns, and just all around how to get out of that situation and really start to move forward from those or heal from those moments in our lives. And as always, guys, hope you enjoy the episode and let's get into it. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental podcast. I'm so excited to be speaking about today's topic, mastering negative thoughts. Getting into this one with me today is my guest, Carrie Leaf. Carrie is a psychotherapist, life coach, author, and hypnotherapist. She has been a practicing psychotherapist for over 10 years and working in the field of psychology for over 15 years. I'm so looking forward to diving into this conversation with Carrie today. So without further ado, welcome Carrie to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. Of course. I'm excited to be talking about this with you because you guys, I was checking out some stuff on Carrie before this episode. I'm like, we need to talk about this negative thoughts, <laughs> these negative thought patterns when these just like creep up on you, like what to do about this. And I'm like the perfect person to talk about is right in front of me virtually, of course. And we're going to get into this. So I'm excited. So before we go ahead and dive right into that, I would love if you could just tell me a little bit more about you and what lights you up. Yeah. So the mindset piece is really what I'm into. Like you said, I have a long history of psychotherapy and um, shifting into life coaching and mindset coaching. So what I really get into is taking a holistic approach going mind, body, spirit, integrating all of those, taking, you know, look, making sure that we're looking at every area and then um, delving into the mindset and what negative beliefs might be holding us back or creating problems in our life. Wow. I love that. How you talk about the holistic approach rather than just like focusing on one aspect and trying to really target those thoughts. So I'd love to ask you, so in all the experience you have in like working with clients and stuff like that, what have you learned so far about negative thinking and its causes? Oh, that's a good question. You know, cause I, I work with a wide variety of clients coming in for a lot of different things. Um, and so there are some basics that I'll, I'll work with, with everybody. And then I delve off, you know, to tailor it, but as far as the causes, we all have negative belief systems that we've, you know, on some level created through our life experiences. There, there isn't a single person out there that doesn't have at least one, if not 10 at any given time, because it's the way that our ego makes sense of the world. And, and, and we fill in the gaps of how we experience things and the stories we tell ourselves. And, and so, you know, throughout our lives, you know, it might be one major event, one big event that creates a belief system in our head about 
anything, the way the world works or relationships or, you know, but overall how we feel about ourselves, but it, or it could be like a whole bunch of little things that have happened over time and kind of snowball and, and that keeps getting drilled in. So the, the specific cause is going to be really different for everybody because we're all, you know, got different life experiences, but I can tell you, everybody has a negative belief or 10 that they're walking around with. Wow. I think that's so interesting. Like when you boil it down and like try to get to the root of that, because I always find that so interesting. Like when you have this, right, like you said, these reoccurring thought patterns and they're negative and you're like, where does this come from? You know, like where did this start or develop or like start to happen in your life? And when you start to like dig into that and start to investigate that, I feel like that's what helps with starting to overcome it. So I'd love to ask you too, like in terms of working towards that, um, is there such a thing as healing from negative thinking? And if so, how would someone start to reduce the negative thoughts that they have? Yeah. Good questions again. So insight is helpful, right? So, you know, you're talking about I notice I have these recurring negative belief patterns that are, are, I catch myself saying the same things to myself over and over again. And if you have that insight, fantastic. That's, that's great. That's step one. And, And that's good that you're even that far, but a lot of us aren't consciously aware of the negative belief systems that we're telling ourselves over and over. So, you know, usually with a lot of my clients, some are aware, right? But a lot of my clients, first, it's even identifying what is the negative belief system in the first place, like bringing that to the surface. And then once we've identified it, um, I follow, I do the, the majority of my psychotherapy practices around EMDR therapy. And so with that, we're identifying those negative belief systems. And then we're working through, um, memories. We're identifying memories and experiences throughout our lives to work on clearing that out. Um, and I say clearing out and, and, you know, quotations, because we're never going to erase these memories or the experiences. We're not going to completely get rid of them or, or I guess say like a hundred percent healed. Right. And nor do we want to be, we don't want to forget these experiences entirely because we learn from them and we grow and we evolve. But what we can do is we can reprocess those experiences and how we receive and how we look at them and what they mean to us, what meanings we've associated with those experiences. And so therefore, if there's a painful experience and our past and then something in our present day triggers us and it so it bothers us it upsets us and we're like a a 10 out of 10 like as on like 10 is really disruptive it's really painful we can clear those memories out in the sense of bringing that 10 out of a 10 down to say like a one or a two out of a 10 and so that you know your triggers are a lot less intense or um create less problems in your life than they used to wow that's That's amazing. And I love how you talk about the insight piece and how you talk about not a lot of people have the insight into the negative thinking. And so like, so if someone doesn't have that insight into, I guess, like the awareness, right. Of having these thoughts, because, you know, like you hear all the time, like how many thoughts do we have a day? Like what, like 80,000 or something like the number, like this big number of thoughts that we have a day. And it's like, how many of those are the same, like repeat on a cycle and tend to be negative. So how would you work with somebody or help someone who doesn't have the awareness of that? Like what, what are the steps to 
helping someone gain the awareness of having those thoughts? Yeah. So I'd like to start everybody out by, by scanning their environments, their mind, body, spirit, so we can get a solid wellness foundation there in the first place so that we can dig into that area. Those, these things are a little more deeper level, right? In the sense of there's some basics that I want people taking care of their, themselves, like eat, sleep, exercise, you know, um, all of those things so that we're functioning our best and coping skills and whatnot. So once we get through that, to identify a negative belief pattern system that we've got going on, I start with the present day problem. So maybe you're coming to me for anxiety or marital issues or career, you know, you're feeling stuck there. We start there and then we start asking the questions, you know, what are the feelings behind those experiences, particularly to how you feel about yourself, you know? So, um, for example, a common one with anxiety would be, I'm not in control. That might be the belief system there. Or um, another super common one is I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable, not for anxiety, but just common in general. Maybe um, if it's in your marriage, I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable, things like that. So we have some kind of, I guess, common ones, um, but we really, we got to get to the feeling below the problem. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like you said, like, like doing that initial scan to like start and just see, like, like you said, in the present moment, you know, like what's going on now to really dig into that because, you know, so I would love to ask too, like about like for you, like if you've seen, you know, and so if, when people are beginning to have awareness of those negative thoughts and then getting that awareness and then working towards that, and then starting to eliminate some of those, what, what difference does that make in terms of mental health for uh, people that you've seen? Like when you're able to like start to shift or eliminate some of those, those dot, dot, dot patterns and start to substitute in um, more positive ones. Like, what have you seen with that? Yeah. I mean, it's Mm life-changing. It has, you know, you know, going through that process myself personally, and then in my practice and, and the kind of progress that you can see you know, working, working the system and and the steps this way has just, it's changed my entire life and my practice. And I see it be life-changing for my clients. It's the idea, you know, there's, there's some of it is the idea of cognitive behavioral therapy. So meaning to sum that up, my thoughts lead to my feelings lead to my actions. So if I think a certain way, I feel a certain way, I do a certain way, you know, and I show up in my life a certain way. And that's, that's all good. But if we want to take it a step further, it's those subconscious thoughts that really are driving most of our actions. Think about it. You can tell yourself my thoughts. I want to go to the gym. I want to go to the gym, but still not go to the gym. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's the subconscious (laughs) thoughts that really drive our actions and what we do. So it's like, we're going in internally from the inside out and we're rewiring, we're reprogramming that, that system. So we're going to get better results. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I love how you touch on the subconscious part of it because, you know, when you think of like what you're consciously aware of, right. And like you said, that example of going to the gym and you're like, I'm going to go, like you tell yourself, like you, you know, like you put your shoes out or something or like you get ready. And then, but then when it's not really, so how do you get into, that's an interesting, I love that you brought that up. So how do you tap into the subconscious for eliminating or rewiring negative thoughts? Yeah. So that's the reprocessing part I was mentioning 
that's where we use keystone memories and experiences. That's where we look back in our life. Um, let's say that my negative belief was I'm not in control. So I'm going to look back in my life and, and what major events and experience did I truly feel that way? I'm not in control, you know? And, and so maybe there was, it might seem little, but maybe it's when, you know, uh, my mom forgot to pick me up from dance class when I was seven and she was an hour late and everything felt, you know, scary and um, there's nothing I could do. I'm not in control. And, and so you go from there on up and, and we use those core memories, those experiences to gain access into that thought and that feeling and into the subconscious train of thought. And then we use bilateral stimulation as well. And that's what helps us tap in there and reprocess our experience with those memories. Look at them in the healthy adult brain, you know, in the adult brain, I can say, oh, you know, it was, it was just a mistake, you know, mom, it slipped her mind and it wasn't that, you know, she completely wasn't thinking about me or that like I was completely out of control. It was just a one-time incident. But as children, the, the child brain that isn't fully developed till, you know, 25, we're internalizing those and making them about us. Like, oh my gosh, this is my fault, my responsibility. What do I do? You know, and because we're dependent. And so we're able to go into the adult brain and reprocess that in a healthier, you know, train of thought. And maybe sometimes it's shifting the responsibility from ourselves to the adult and the experience and whatnot. Wow. So I love that you, the, what I just thought of right now, when you brought that up was stories, right? Mm -hmm. So stories. So, you know, like you said, something happened like that example you gave, right? So you were a kid and your mom was late and then you felt out of control because, you know, you can't, you're just waiting and you don't know what to do. And then that I think could lead into creating stories, right? Which lead to those yes. negative thought patterns. So is that something that you've seen as well. So like having that experience, like, and then going back to that and trying to work on that and work through that, but then also having these stories come up as a result of that, like experience. And then yeah. have you seen that? And then what, what, what do you, what have you seen with that? Like with the story aspect? Yeah, they're one in the same, really. I mean, there's another theory of narrative therapy is another that works with the stories that we write in our head, but they're they're really one in the same, the stories that I wrote in my head about this situation and the subconscious thoughts, because once I write that story from one experience, I'm going to have that stored permanently forever in my brain, whether I'm aware that it's stored there or not. And so the next experience that even slightly triggers me around that one, I'm holding it there, which then sometimes, you know, means it snowballs. And so mm -hmm. had that not happened at seven years old, then maybe, you know, when something at eight years old happened, I wouldn't have associated it in the same way as I would have if it had not happened. So each each incident, we almost kind of like add to and create that belief system. That story becomes bigger and bigger in our head. Absolutely. Wow. So it's almost like that. Yeah. Like that snowball effect you were saying, like it just keeps getting bigger, right? So it yeah. starts out with this thing. And then like you said, something else could happen that could potentially tr like trigger that memory and then it gets added on. So yes. it's like, Wow. Yeah. Dating relationships are a perfect example of that, right? Like where we catch ourselves 
doing the same things in relationships over and over or picking the same type of person over and over, we can really, we start to write stories about who we are in relationships. And then we, by default, kind of recreate those as well, unless we challenge and reprocess those thoughts and experiences. Wow. Yeah. So it's almost like seeing the same problems over and over again. Right. So it's like, yeah. like you said, you, like you said, going into like dating and relationships so having this relationship and then this not working out and then going into another one, but then taking that, those, those still those feelings and those same emotions and everything with you into the new one and then starting to notice things and then, Oh, like this adds on to the story again. So it just yeah. keeps piling and it's like, Oh my goodness. Like how to deconstruct that. And I love how you get into, you know, the, the way, like what's, I would love to know, like for an example, like with you. So like, what has been like a negative thought, like that you've had that you've been able to, to like shift, eliminate or change like with the story tied to it? Yeah. So I'm not good enough, or I'm a handful, handful, or, um, they were all kind of intertwined there, or I'm, I'm hard to love those, those three, which I, I kind of boiled down and worked on. I'm not good enough because it blanketed all of them, but I'm not good enough in, in my dating relationships was one that I realized, I mean, after, you know, how many relationships I realized, oh, I'm picking the same person and getting the same results here. I'm the common denominator yeah. here. So what am I walking into and what am I creating? It's, it's not about the other person. They have their stuff and their stories too. The pattern was mine, right? And so I could have pointed the finger at the other person all the time and said it was their problem. But at the end of the day, like I said, I was the common denominator. So what what story was I writing and, and how was I showing up and, and conducting myself in the relationship? And I felt like there was a disconnect between how I would show up in the world, you know, whether it was with my friends or professionally or whatever, versus how I would show up in, in intimate dating relationships. And they were very different. And so I was like, what's going on there? Right. And yeah. so watching those patterns and so working on, I'm not good enough. And I, you know, to this day, I can now, I, I, I don't, that doesn't resonate, resonate with me any longer. I'm not good enough. Doesn't resonate with me. Um, I have other negative beliefs that I still need to work on and that I'm, I'm, I'm processing through, but that one, that one's cleared out. That one doesn't resonate anymore. Wow. I love how you talk about, cause I feel like the most powerful part of that is like taking responsibility in yourself. Right. And then having yeah. that power. Cause that almost seems like, such a big deal. Cause I feel like I relate so much to what you just said. Cause I feel like I, like we all have these scenarios or situations in our life where, you know, something's very difficult, very challenging, very overwhelming. And it almost does seem easier to say, well, you know, I'm like this because this happened or, you know, this, uh, person, you know, did this, or, you know, this event took place, but when you can say, you know, okay, what can I control here? You know, like, yeah. what can I do? Like, what can I do? to change this or like alter this path, because you start to notice those patterns, like the similarities, like when you talk about with like dating relationships, like going, you know, from something that was not working with this relationship and then taking that into another one and then being like, I'm seeing the same things like over and over yeah. again. So like, what can I do about it? You know, instead of being like, 
you know, and like thinking about what do you usually do in those situations? Like when those things happen, like, what do you usually do? Or what's like your go-to and then trying to be like, okay, what can I do to change that? Because, you know, it's not working, you know, it's the same thing happening over and over again. So I think that's so powerful just to like, have that and know, like I can control this, like this isn't working, you know, like I've been seeing the same things over and over again, but like, what can I do to yeah. change that. So that that's big and that's huge. And I know like when I, when I realize that, and I feel like it almost sounds like common sense. Like when you say it, when we're talking about it, like, it's like, Oh, like, yeah, like I know, like I can control, but it's like, sometimes you do feel, you know, helpless in situations and like you, you are out of control. You can't control these things, but that helps a lot. Like what you just said right there is knowing that I can take responsibility for, moving forward from this or healing from this or digging deeper into the experiences with that. So, you know, that kind of brings me to something else I really want to ask you is about you have a book out. I want to talk about that. So talk to me. I love to talk about a little bit about the step-by-step program to bring out the best version of yourself that you cover in your book. So it's therapize yourself, choose to heal and find your truth. I'd love to go over that step-by-step program. It's awesome. Yes. So a lot of what's in the book is exactly just what we've been talking about. It's kind of step-by-step what I walk my clients through from right when they walk in the door, you know, my approach, that holistic approach, um, scanning the environments, assessing where we're at in our life, looking for the patterns, what patterns are showing up so that they can take accountability. Like you were just saying that accountability piece is huge. So, but first I want to make sure that we're grounded. We're level, like, you know, that we can get ourselves as grounded as possible in all areas, mind, body, and spirit. And then we can delve into, okay, what's my big problem here? Sometimes it's like completely clear what the problem is. Sometimes people aren't exactly sure. They're just like, something is off. Something's, you know, um, I just don't know where I'm stuck. Something's off. And then we can, so we can identify the problem. And then we walk through that identifying the problem. And then what's, what's the negative belief behind there and where did it come from and, and learning and understanding ourselves. So it's, it walks through that step-by-step in more detail and some, you know, case um, examples and some personal examples. And so really um, some feedback that I've gotten is that the, the book itself reads like you're in a therapy session with me and, and what that would feel like. So it's also really helpful, I think. Um, for people that have never asked for help that have never asked, you know, to meet with a therapist or a mindset coach or a life coach that they've never had that experience. And it's kind of scary, you know, you don't know what to expect. It's overwhelming. There's a stigma. Um, and it's just flat out scary to face ourselves, right? Like it's easier to like <laughs> yeah. shove it down or put it on someone else that, you know, it's, it's not that easy to face our shadow parts. And so the book by outlining that process, you know, hopefully I'm hoping can maybe be a nudge for some people that maybe just look at self-help all of the time that maybe it's going to nudge them to take that step into getting some professional help as well. I love that so much, especially the point you talk about of, you know, people who are like kind of on the fence, like about therapy or like trying this or kind of nervous or like afraid about, you know, never done it before. And they have that stigma because, you know, I can tell you like that, that, that would have helped me a lot when I was younger, having that and like having that guide of being able to start that step-by-step process of, okay, what's going on? Let's 
you know, identify this problem. Let's look at the, the thought patterns behind this and try to, you know, help you through this. So it doesn't keep coming up over and over and over again. And you keep running into walls and feeling like, Oh, like I just have to stay stuck. You know, like you get into this, this mindset of like, well, you know, I don't think, I don't think I can heal it, or I don't know how, or I feel stuck. And, you know, because I can tell you like therapy is like the most amazing thing. Like one of the most beautiful gifts that I think is out there for the world of mental health, being able to connect with somebody and just work through things that you feel like you can. And then to have that and then to, and to continuously do it and notice the difference and the progress and just how you're thinking. Right. And like your, the thought patterns that you used to have and be like, Oh, wow. Like, you know, I don't look at myself like that anymore, or I don't feel like I'm not enough, or I don't feel like I'm, you know, I'm not good enough anymore. I, and you start to notice the shift and it's almost like this light is starting to like come out of this person. And you're like, wow, like, I love that. I think that's so cool. Like, because that I feel like so many people could, anyone could benefit from that. You know, that's what I think is so great about therapy is it's not like you need to have, you know, like this major event that took place that, you know, okay, I need to do this. Like, like any kind of transition or anything like is helpful for that. So I love that. And I love that you, you know, everything that you're doing and, you know, working with clients to help them overcome these, these periods and these experiences. And the one question I always love to ask everybody is it's cause I love asking this cause you always get a different answer and it ties in with the show master your mental. So I'd love to ask you, Carrie, so what are you currently doing right now in this moment to master your mental? Yes. Good question. (laughs) So, you know, that holistic approach, um, mind, body, spirit, I, um, I have twin toddlers, boys, they're three years old. (laughs) So talk about, you know, challenging to master your mental. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, a whole other level there, but I have really, shifted my focus personally onto the, the physical health part of it. Um, and kind of trying to learn and find my body again, after having twins and getting back to feeling like good in my body and have it functioning its best. Um, and so looking at like epigenetics and genetics testing, which is something I offer, and then also, um, functional medicine and making sure that I'm getting the supplements and learning about, you know, my food food sensitivities and gut health and that gut brain connection is just crucial and huge. And just making sure that like my body is functioning its best so that I give my brain the opportunity to function its best as well. So that is my main focus lately. That's amazing. That's, I love that you bring that up too. Just the connection between gut health and overall health, like everything that you're doing, putting in your body, you know, putting on your skin, like how that ties in with your health and then how you think about yourself, how you feel mental health, like how it's all related. And I love that whole holistic aspect. So I love that. And I think that you have twins. I think I, I think I saw that they're how they're three. three. Oh my goodness. What's their, okay. What's their name? Their name. Nolan and Mason. Nolan and Mason. I love that. Oh my gosh. Uh, Oh my gosh. I love it so much. This was such a good conversation. Like, I just want to thank you, Carrie, for your time, for coming out here, for making the time to come on and chat with me on Master Your Mental about how to master those negative thoughts. You brought so many great tips to the table that I'm so excited 
to release out into the world. So thank you so much for coming on. This was amazing. Yes. Thank you so much for having me so much fun. I know. Oh my gosh. And you guys, whether you are listening in the daytime or in the nighttime, hope that you guys have a good day or a good night. And I'm going to end it on that note and say bye to you guys and bye to Carrie. So bye Carrie. Thank you. Bye. All right, guys, that was the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. As always, if you guys would like to get in touch with me to become a guest or share your thoughts, you can do that in a number of ways. You can shoot me an email at hello at masteringmental.com or you can DM me on Instagram at masteryourmental where you can also find a link in my bio that you can use to find me on all of my other social media platforms. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day and thank you so much for listening to the Master Your Mental podcast. Have a good one, guys. Bye.